Okay. It's recording. So, Caleb, how was your day, bro? All right, so far. <laughs> Nothing special. Just lifting weights. The stupid track program is annoying. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, we're making a podcast. That is exactly what we're doing. What's, uh, what, what do you think? I have no clue how this is going to go. It's probably not going to be very good. That's fine. That's the way it works. Hard to uh, do anything else. So, I had wrote down the idea. So, what uh, What was the, the idea? Why, why, why did we start this? Because we were bored, I think. I, uh, I remember sitting with it in that reading class last year with Schmoll. <laughs> and he was like, dude, we should make a podcast. And I had never really, I don't know. I just didn't know how we would make it work. But I think it's, it'll be good. Um, good way to um, find a way to vocalize things. You know what I mean? Vocalize our terrible opinions. Right. Well, we have super weird <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> and this will be good. It'll... Um, We'll have to be able to talk about them somehow. You know what I mean? Exactly. I've got one thought I think we should talk about. Okay. Rip. Um, Go crazy. Who is the main character? In? In the world. And do you find yourself as an NPC or like a side character? Wow, that's deep, bro. Where'd you get that? This is... Where, where'd you get that thought of? My, my normal thoughts throughout the day. Dude, that's crazy. That's deep. I never think that deep. Um, I don't know. Personally, I think I'm an NPC. Personally. <laughs> Maybe we're just all NPCs. Yeah, but like, somehow we're getting loaded right now, so... I think the main character is close to us. <laughs> okay. Like up in the sky or something. I, I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I think the main character is. I don't know how to say it. Yourself, you know. Like for for me, I'm the main character. For you, you're the main character. You know, and you make your own story. That's deep, bro. <laughs> yeah, but yours, your question is crazy. See, but like you could think you're a side character if like. There's someone where you think is the main character. Like, personally, I think Mr. Bishop's the main character. <laughs> no, he's definitely an NPC. Have you seen him <laughs> no. walk into the corner? It's because he's getting controlled by someone, bro. <laughs> well, that... Okay. What he stops and thinks, that's, yeah, he's his, like, that's his dialogue wheel. <laughs> yeah, kind of like X, Y, or... Yeah. Press X to speak to Mr. Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> he just shows up places. <laughs> he does, too, though. He's the main character. He might be the main character. And I think, like, someone like Miss Older Noise thinks he's the main character in every senior ever. That's probably fair. I think it's hard to decipher if you are the main character or if you think you're the main character. You know what I mean? That's fair. I don't know. I don't feel like a main character, See? but I don't feel like an NPC. You know? So you might be a side character. 
true. I'm like, uh, I'm like Hermione in Harry Potter. Exactly. No one likes her, but she's yeah, there. But <laughs> she's part of the story. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say she's their favorite character, but like... She's probably your favorite character. <laughs> no, I'm a... I know no. nothing about Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm just... I'm rambling. I, uh... I read this one book. Or it wasn't a book. It was like a like a short magazine thing talking about how um, if if we don't, so our brain makes decisions like this stupid amount of time before we even feel like we're making that decision, right? So, say I decide that I'm going to hit the stop button recording this podcast, and I feel like I have a control over that, but my brain made that decision. A millisecond before it realized it made that decision so it was kind of disgusting like man I'm getting wispy S's I hate when that happens oh well it, it was talking about how are we do we really make any decisions but like what are decisions that you're like really split on right but you don't your brain decides to make that decision before your consciousness decides to make that decision. And so the argument is, are we really in control of anything? Like, is our, is our consciousness in control of anything? Which, it probably isn't. I don't know, it's just weird to think about. I mean, you feel like you're- You would think it You feel like you're in control. But like, it's your brain, so you're still in control. Right, but I feel like the argument maybe was that it, your brain, um, your brain is making the decision, not your consciousness, and so you, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just an interesting, interesting thing that I was talking about. So I see you looking up on the the quotes on the wall. What you thinking? Oh, well, I wasn't reading it, but oh. That's just a simple quote. Yeah, Rice. it's cool though. I like that quote. Jerry there Rice, the goat. Yeah, there aren't any of them that I don't like, except for the Evander Holyfield one. It's not the size of the man, but the size of his heart that matters. I mean, I get it that it's supposed to be, like, a motivational thing, but the size of the man's pretty important, too. <laughs> I think if you have an oversized heart, that would be a problem, too. Right. Like you, could be, you could be too determined exactly. and not very big, like Napoleon. Type thing. Joe Namath is up here, too. Joe Namath was a Jets oh, he was, player, right? Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, because er- his number's retired. Jets. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was the Jets quarterback in like Super Bowl three. Yeah, it was. Ah, uh, who was I thinking of? Joe Montana. Joe Montana, yeah. yeah. And I like the, I count pins while you count the lights. Do you get that one? Because you're pinning them, so they're yeah, so up. they're looking up at the lights. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then, that that. In other sports, when 
contact is made, they blow the whistle to stop the action. In wrestling, when contact is made, we are just getting started, which is awesome, too. Obviously, a whistle stops the action sometimes, but... Caleb, what are your opinions on the Vikings' recent moves? I'm scared. I'm really scared. They're cutting a lot of people, but... Um, it's... It'll either be one of... It's one of those years that they'll either be really good or really bad. Um, like, I feel like that was kind of the, the feeling last year for them. And obviously, they weren't really good, but their record was. Yeah. But, um... Uh, I think... I mean, they got rid of Anthony Barr last year, before last season. And, um... I feel like that was maybe the first kind of sign that they were getting rid of all the old people. But yeah, right now it kind of seems like they just want to like build around JJ does right now, which is all right. They just have to make. I mean, so Zadarius Smith. I don't know if you saw this. Requested release, and they said they have no plans to release him. Mm. And so that's a big maybe they want to trade him. Maybe. But, um, so that's, that's pretty big. They, um, and then, you know, I don't think they'll re-sign Patrick Peterson. I don't think they'll have enough money. Yeah, I heard they were really low on cap. Yeah. Well, that's why they released Eric Kendricks and released Adam Thielen. Because it was these people that they felt like were easily replaceable that they, um, that were getting paid a lot of money. And that's probably the case with Patrick Peterson at this point in his career. Well, I thought Adam Thielen at least was getting paid the right amount of money, though. Oh, he might have been getting paid too much. He's pretty easily replaceable. You look at people like, I mean, K.J. Osborne. I mean, he was just like a slot receiver, right? Yeah. Um, And then they have, it's um, Jalen Rager and uh, some other younger guy. I forget his his name. But they have these two guys, and they just, like, send them on deep passes. Like, every single time those people are in the game, they just send them on a fly, and they get 25 yards. It's crazy. And, yeah. I mean, that almost seems like what the Vikings offense is, though, like, when you watch them. It's just, like, big play after big play after big play. It can work. Definitely can work. But um, the, the thing is, when it works that means you can't let your defense let it work and their defense let it work well so. I also saw that they might be releasing Dalvin Cook or trading him I think yeah I don't think his contract is under deal no they probably will um, at some point you know he's another one of those like he's pretty easily replaceable he's probably like he's definitely top 15 in the league right now but you look at someone like Alexander Madison, he's just sitting there waiting for an opportunity who's pretty competitive at that level, too. Well, that's the thing about running backs nowadays. They're so easily replaceable. Like, Josh Jacobs ain't going to get his money. Right. Because, I mean, he had two good seasons, but he got franchise tag this year. Right. Well, he will. Yeah, he got franchise tag. And if he has, like, an okay year, he's just released. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens with running backs. Yeah, and if you, um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of the the way it's it's weird because the super successful teams are the teams that like in one year, the teams that win the Super Bowl, right? You look at the Rams or Tampa Bay. They get all these old people and they're like, we're going to win it this year. But then the next year they have no money and they have no space and all the old people are leaving. Yeah, that's becoming a trend though. Right, and that Just... happened to the Rams really big. Like now the Rams, um, Jalen Ramsey it's got traded to the Dolphins yesterday. Yeah, what was the details of that? I don't, I don't I see it. There, there was a bunch of picks. You can maybe pull it up. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's uh, – teams are just selling their soul for a championship, and, I mean, right. it works. But then, but then you look at teams that really hit the nail on the head four years in the past, five, six, seven years in the past, like the Chiefs. Right now, the Chiefs are in their absolute prime. They might have had one, two poor years, but then everyone was um, everyone was clicking, and now they have these very mediocre running backs and very mediocre wide receivers. But the whole team is just built around Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and anyone else can go to that playing style and probably be fine with it. Yeah, but I think the only reason they can do that is because they have Patrick Mahomes. Um, right. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are pretty special. Although, I don't think Patrick Mahomes was MVP this year. No, he wasn't. Trading cornerback for a 2023 third-round pick and a tight end. Hunter Long. So he's absolutely worthless is what they're suggesting? Yeah. That's weird, because he's been an all-pro for how many years in a row now? Quite a while. Maybe they're just saying he's washed. Get him out of here. That's an okay decision to make. I saw this paper discussing possible landing spots for, uh, I forget, some quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. Mm -mm. Uh, Rookie. I, I don't remember his name. I don't pay too much attention to the draft. I probably should. But um, this guy, he could possibly fall to the 23rd, apparently. And the idea, and the Vikings have said they're interested in him if he falls that far, um, to build him up for a year and replace Kirk Cousins. Anthony Richards? Maybe. Do you know what college he went to? Mm -mm. No, okay. I don't don't know any of it. Um, But I think that would be a good... I mean, they tried the same thing a couple years ago with, uh, I forget that guy's name. Man, that's obnoxious. Like Case Keenum? No. No, Case Keenum was before Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, see what happens. It's definitely the end of, like, an era, you know? Well, I mean, the hard part about that is, you know, like, you see, like, Jimmy Garoppolo behind Tom Brady. I mean, it's Tom Brady, like. Right. But 
But, like, the Patriots' full intent was to replace him with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then Jimmy Garoppolo comes in when Tom Brady gets suspended. Yeah. He balls out, basically. Yeah. And then they... And then they're they, like, oh, we have Tom Brady. Who cares? Yeah. And then they trade him away. I don't remember what how much they traded him away for. But then he's, like, a good, solid was, quarterback yeah. now. I mean, he's not well, flashy. Definitely not. <laughs> And, I mean, and it's like, I don't know how he would do, like, in, uh, like, a Broncos situation where he doesn't have everything handed to him, right? Right, yeah. Like, in the 49ers, I mean, he could win a game with throwing only 100 yards. Yeah. But that's just how the 49ers are set up. The 49ers did it right in how they Yeah, I like the way they played football. I really did. I wanted the 49ers to win it all. I, I picked the 49ers to win it all. I uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really wonder how it would have changed with, uh, what's his name, Trey Lance, if he really would have mm-hmm. done good. They'll see. I think they'll give him a shot this year. Because, I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy's situation was, like, amazing, but, like, he wasn't really, really playing good, though. He was um, playing good for the last pick of the draft. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I think was. that was the thing. They um, they're like, oh, look at Mister Irrelevant. He's Mister Irrelevant now. He didn't do anything too special. I mean, he was doing the same thing Jimmy Garoppolo was doing. Right. Except for like, he was missing some passes. I <laughs> yeah, mean, there there were a couple just cleanly missed passes. But like, you expect that from the I, last uh, pick of the draft. I mean, I want to see some more Christian McCaffrey passes. That was hilarious. He was not good. No, he wasn't. He was... Oh. And they they had to pull out so many, like, trick plays. Yeah, I... I they weren't, they weren't going to win. From the second Brock Brady got hurt, it was like, well, even if he comes back, he's not going to be what they think him to be. Yeah, I just... I wish that was a better game, though. Yeah, so do I. Like, <laughs> like the same thing in the Super Bowl... Like, right. I don't think the Eagles would have won, but I wish they had a chance to at least make one last drive. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a boring Super Bowl. Is that bad to say? I, I find it very entertaining. I, I feel like it was a really boring Super Bowl. It was back and forth the whole time. Um, no field goals. Yeah, Until the, the very miss, last one. There's the missed one, yeah. too. Because it was just, like, I don't know. And I don't watch the Chiefs very often. Um, but I, I don't like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't really like the way that they play. And, oh, my God. It, maybe part of it is just that I really hate Patrick Mahomes. Well, and I think the part of it is, like, somehow Travis Kelsey's open in the middle. Like, right. wide open. It doesn't even like, make sense. Yeah, okay, do it again. I mean, I find it it was very entertaining to watch them when they had Tyree Kill and yeah. Pringle and all those people because they were just sprinting around, catching a pass, and right. doing that, all this. That one, um, it must have been Chiefs-Bills. Yeah. That, that one year in the playoffs. That was just last year, I guess. And... Um, 
That was super entertaining because Tyree Kill would make like a double move and get open and then run just all over the field and get 40 yards. It was super entertaining. He ran a... Uh, I'll, I'll need to look up the stuff for this afterwards. He ran a 60, 60 meter. Oh, I saw that. It was like six, five subs or something like that. So he was really fast. He was, um, like, that's something that would put him, <coughs> that's a time that would put him in, like, world championships if they hadn't already happened. Um, and he, oh, my God, the field that he was in, he fried it. I mean, he was against... It was, like, people over 30, I think, was the criteria. <laughs> Terry but Kill's over 30? I think so. I think that's the, the thing that he was in. Because um, it was called Masters. Mm. And I think that's over 30. I don't really know, though. But, um, man, he absolutely fried his field. It was so entertaining to watch. And that's... Um, I want to do some... Some 60s next year. If I don't wrestle. Do we even... We don't have indoor track for A, do we? No. Um, so, BH has some indoor meets. Shadron, I believe, has some indoor meets. And then, like, University of Wyoming has indoor meets. Yeah. In uh, Laramie or wherever they are. And um, you have to go unattached. So no school there. Yeah. And so because it's, um, there aren't really indoor teams, right? Like we don't have an indoor track team. No. Even Stevens doesn't have an indoor track team. Um, so you, I, I wouldn't be able to go representing Hill City. I would have to go unattached. Um, so I don't even think they'd let me wear like a Hill City jersey, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, my cousin who lives in Minnesota, a suburb of Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, thank you. Um, (laughs) In Mound, and they have a uh, indoor track season in like all of Minnesota. I mean, in the suburbs there. They all do it because they have the facilities to do so. So there's this um this kid and I think he must have been a senior in college last year. Um Joseph Fonbola Fambole, whatever. And he's from like suburb of Minneapolis. And uh he so he ended up he was absolutely causing a scene in this like college track season. Like his junior senior year. And I was like, he was super fun to watch because he had terrible starts, but then he just completely pulled through and he had the craziest, most powerful long strides. And he looked like, like a high school kid running, but super fast. It was awesome to watch. And so this was at University of Florida. And I, um, so when Howard Wood relays were happening last year, uh, and I, I didn't know like where he went to high school, anything. And so I was scrolling through like the 200 stuff and I noticed at the top it said meet record, found Belay, whatever his time was. And so the Howard Wood meet record is that kid from Minnesota who just absolutely caused a scene 
in college. And that, that was in the 200. And the 100 record now is that... Um, Spearfish. That's that Spearfish... Uh, shoot, what's his name? Was he a senior last year? Yeah. Yeah, um, I thought so. I don't know why I can't think of his name. This is going to drive me insane. But it, it, was, it was cool to watch him a couple times. I don't think he looked... I don't know. Do you remember that one black kid that we raced with in, uh, he, he was a Douglas kid. We raced mm, him a couple times last no, year. 200. And he had super long, powerful strides. And he absolutely fried me in the 200. That kid was fast. Um, so he, that's what that Joseph Van Belay runs like. And maybe it's just because they're the same. <laughs> they, they look the same. Well, I mean, but like, how fast did that Douglas kid run? Like, 22 or something? No. Oh, no. It was way slower than that. Oh. It was like low 25s. Maybe maybe he got under 25. I don't know. He wasn't super fast. His 100 got under 12. But uh, they don't measure wind assistance. Oh, yeah. So. Well, when you do meets at Douglas, it's like. Right. And they flip the track. Yeah. So. But, and he, I, I don't think he made state in the one or the two. He was pretty entertaining to watch as an eighth grader. So, um, you had brought up Broncos. Sean Payton, you're wearing Broncos hoodie right now. I don't know how I feel about it. It's a good decision, but I don't know if it's going to be a great decision, you know what I mean? He's one of those coaches that I feel like it's hard to tell if his success was because of the people around him or his system, right? Like Andy Reid. Who's out there? Oh, hey, buddy. How you doing? You want to hop on the pod for a little while? No? All right. Well, come on in. It's weird with you guys just sitting here. You gotta, you gotta. Well, now, now. All right, whatever. Sean Payton, go off, Nick. What's up, about Demi? <laughs> no, well, she's bad. Don't even say that, bro. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut this whole part out. <laughs> I think I can do that. We're gonna have to What's edit out this whole part. Uh, Twenty. Oh, right now it's seven thirty-eight. Okay, you're gonna have to cut about seven thirty to seven forty. Yeah, probably something like that. Um. We were just talking about football, bro. <laughs> yeah, we were having a super innocent. We were having a good conversation, and I now did. Mason came in here and started bringing up women. <laughs> yeah. All right. I will. Yeah. I got you, bro. Tanner, you want to come, come and talk? Come join, Tanner. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the audio is probably getting interfered with with all the banging bang stuff and Can you that hear door opening here? and closing. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Probably doing a good one thirty-five. 
So <laughs> Kyle does say that his girls can do two twenty five. Yeah, it was, it was funny too. It's like, Nick, how much does your sister weigh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, like, he was like, this Lizzo weigh right here. <laughs> My mommy Lizzo. That's terrible. So for the listeners, we were doing hip thrusts. Uh, like barbell, glute bridge, or hip thrust, or whatever he called it. Um, yeah, this is Lizzo weight. That's terrible. <laughs> he looked it up how much she weighed. Dude. How much does she weigh? 308 or something that's like that. That's crazy. That, I mean, that's... Weights online are probably not accurate because there's no way she's reporting her weight. You know? Exactly. But... I, uh... So, anyway, back to Sean Payton. Tanner's a Broncos fan, too. Marco. Yeah. Yeah. So the hard part about Sean Payton is uh, now that Drew Brees has left, uh, their seasons have not been great. I mean, their personnel has not been good either. I mean, Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, like, but... And, and the teams weren't good. Yeah. You know, you look at, like, what Andy Reid did with the Eagles... He didn't have any spectacular players. So, yeah, Andy Reid is one of those people that you know he's a good Right, it's, it's the system. And then, obviously, the players a little bit, too. He has a couple magnificent players on his team. But, um, yeah, it's hard to tell if Sean Payton's successes. You know, and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He got fired from the Saints, right? I thought he retired or something. I don't really know what happened there. Because I knew Drew Brees left, and he was like, dang, what's right. going on here? And, like, he he won a championship. Drew Brees, I don't know. I can't remember if Drew Brees won his MVP that year or if he ever won an MVP. I can't remember. But, I mean, Drew Brees was balling back in the day. Right. So. He was super consistent. For a lot of years. And they were contenders every single year. And I think... Yeah. It's hard to determine if that was his success or not. But, like, and the reason why Tom Brady left or whatever. Big thing is he wanted to get out of uh, Bill Belichick's shadow. Mm-hmm. And also, Patriots were kind of running him out of town. But that's the thing where... It was like kind of a consensus that Tom Brady was good, yeah, but a lot of it was Bill Belichick. Right. But then that's what we thought. But now that we see Bill Belichick with these kind of all right teams, with Mac Jones, I mean, 500 type teams. And I don't really know if it was just a lot of Bill Belichick there in the system. I mean, I think a lot of it was just Tom Brady being that good. Right. Um, Tom Brady, greatest player of, of all time. Yeah. I am... Um, it's, it's hard for me to... Uh, I mean, obviously, neither of us have been around for very long. Tom Brady was successful... But that, I feel like to me, doesn't necessarily mean 
that he was the greatest. You know, like Joe Montana had four rings. But there were possibly quarterbacks that were better than Joe Montana. Right? There were quarterbacks that in that same situation would beat the Cowboys twice more. Yeah. You know? Um, And then you get into this argument of is – So, so you got to think for their time, right? Obviously, you take Tom Brady and go and play against, right, the, the 1980s Cowboys. And he'd absolutely tear open their defense. Mm-hmm. And you would take Troy Aikman, and he would come up to today's league and not throw a single touchdown. That's what I think. But does that mean that Tom Brady is the greatest? And obviously, I'm not making a case for Troy Aikman at all. Yeah. That he was just for argument's sake. But you, uh, I, you come up with this argument of is greatest of all time, greatest of all time at that time, or greatest period, right? Because you look. We play a lot of chess now, right? So we're getting pretty into this chess thing. I'm sure we'll talk about this more during the podcast. Probably not this one because we're going to run out of time. But um, greatest of all time chess player, Magnus Carlsen, hands down, right? Magnus Carlsen would go and absolutely crush Kasparov. Magnus Carlsen would go and destroy Paul Morphy or Bobby Fischer. But you get into this argument about Kasparov versus Carlson because for his time Kasparov was amazing for a really long period of time until Vladimir Kramnik came up and kind of challenged that a little bit but um, you know he was like world number one for a lot longer than Magnus has been which is like 11 years or something now which is crazy still but um so yeah, you get into this argument of greatest all time versus greatest of all time in the air at that time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. But I mean, someone like Joe Namath, right? I mean, he wasn't. If he he get puts in today league, he doesn't get drafted. I think anyway. Probably not. And but it's like he didn't need to be like a Patrick Mahomes-type passer. He could hand the ball off, take his check down, all right. this, and win Super Bowl three, and get his jersey retired because that's just what it was. Yeah. I mean, and back then, they definitely valued running backs a lot more. And I think back then, for sure, they almost valued quarterbacks the same way as we value running backs today in today's league. Almost. Uh, per, I mean, maybe. Well, I mean, they value quarterbacks more. Right. I, I don't know. We weren't there for it, so. Yeah, and I guess we, we weren't, weren't alive to see him. Right. If, if he was, great. You know? Right, and there are videos, but. Yeah, but we not don't really enough. know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're not. It's hard to compare. See, like, we grew up watching Tom Brady. Right. Uh, win all these Super Bowls. And is that why we think he's one of the greatest of all time? Because that's what we knew growing up watching football was watching 
Tom Brady and yeah. Peyton Manning. Uh, and getting angry at Tom Brady yes. because he's just so dang good every exactly. single year. And yeah. it was like and when I first started watching, like consistently, is when the Broncos had Tim Tebow. It that was something. I mean, of course I didn't like really know know right. what was going on. But then like of course my dad was like, Oh yeah, Tim Tebow and then he was like, Oh, we got Peyton Manning. Screw Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was not a good quarterback. No. <laughs> Did I, you see when he was a tight end for the Jaguars yeah. in the preseason? Oh, that was awesome. His blocking was so bad that it just made you roll over laughing. <laughs> and I, I actually watched when they beat the Steelers in playoffs in overtime. When Demarius Thomas, rest in peace, Demarius Thomas, and he, he catches the pass. Terrible pass. I mean... And it was just Demarius Thomas running, basically. Yeah, that, yeah. It, like the whole game, nothing. I mean, I'd prefer Brock Purdy over that guy. And, and it was crazy. Oh yeah, he How? was rumbling, tumbling though. <laughs> that was just inter. It, it wasn't that he was good. It was just that it was funny. But I think that's why the Broncos kept him even. It, that was like the craziest part. I mean. That's that was just pure confidence by him, right? He, like to do that, and he was not good, and that's just confidence can really boost someone's that. Yeah, I. Uh, so we're we're sort of running out of time. We don't have to be done yet, but um, this this greatest of all time thing. Um, greatest basketball player of all time. It's I, Michael Jordan. Probably. See, Obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't alive to watch Jordan play. Um, I'm just writing down notes so I can uh, talk about this. I, I wasn't alive to watch him play. Obviously, I know absolutely nothing about basketball. But... You look at where his, like his points total, right, mm-hmm. was completely different. Like his points total got passed four times, five times, whatever. And then you look at someone like in hockey, Wayne Gretzky. Like you look at charts of like points and goals and assists combined, whatever. Wayne Gretzky is like in his own little island. Like, it's absolutely insane. But then you get to this argument again, now versus whatever. So I, I don't know how much about hockey you know. Uh, Probably just cool. enough that you recognize some names, right? Yeah. So Wayne Gretzky, I mean, they joke he couldn't even lift the puck, right? And now you look at, like, Sidney Crosby. And there's no question that Sidney Crosby would go back, or Alexander Ovechkin, but... Alexander Ovechkin plays more old-style hockey, I feel like. But there's no question Sid the Kid would go back into 80s, 90s hockey and absolutely destroy. He'd have 4,000 goals or points, whatever, 2,000 goals. When was Wayne Gretzky? 80s, 90s. 80s, 90s, yeah. And he played for a really long time, too, is another thing. See, and I wonder, like, if you put Michael Jordan in today's league. I mean, today's NBA league is 
score as many points as possible. Right, it's completely different. Yeah. And, like, and there's a lot of things like, oh, there's no defense. But I think that the NBA is at a certain point where it's like the skill is so high, you can't really even stop it. I mean, that's the one thing about basketball is if they make the shot, they make the shot. Like, if right. they throw up a prayer and they make it, what can you do about it? And that's just kind of where the NBA is at right now. Yeah. Um, so we're probably going to have to wrap this up because we got to get to class because we have more important things than a podcast in our life. <laughs> so it was good having a conversation. We'll see when the next one is.